This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Look, a good strong win against Brighton changes the mood. Uh, it changes the, the noise outside. We're aware of that it's one in seven. Um, that doesn't lie. Uh, but if we win, we, we move towards the middle of the table. This team hasn't finished above 10th in the last 10 years. That's still possible here. Um, so for me, it's about remaining positive. I've got a lot of trust and belief in my players. And um, we have identified the areas we need to improve and improve fast. And that's what we've been working on. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, your host. Joining me for something for the weekend, Mr. Chris Bird. Welcome back. We go again. Hello. As they always say, dust yourselves down. We go again. How are you doing? Are you are you pumped up for the weekend? I might be by Saturday morning. I might be. I always love it. It's like uh, some of the random logic that's coming out on Twitter. Suddenly, £30 million players are dismissed after people were salivating over them uh, but a few weeks ago. And uh, come Saturday morning, everybody will be on Twitter saying, buzzing, buzzing for this game, buzzing. It's that goldfish mentality. But anyway, this is something for the weekend. Uh, if you are new to the My Old Man Said podcast, this isn't our full show. This is just a little primer for the weekend stroke. Catch up with what uh, Mr. Gerard's been saying in the press conference. This has been a bit of a week where teams have uh, shown Villa how they should have done in their previous games. Uh, they've basically laid out the results that Villa should have had. Like, for example, Liverpool against Leeds, 6-0, when it was 3 want to Villa as I said to you uh, at Villa Park I said uh, this game could go you know 7-1 it could go crazy yet uh, ended up 3-all and then uh, Watford after beating Villa at Villa Park go to they play Palace and get slapped so uh, I think it gives you the context of uh, these results really doesn't it yeah it's a bad bad run not a good look whatsoever. Anyway, this is a, a lot quicker show than the main show. Uh, we like to start off with a Villa Minute. 
we've got another sponsor. We always like to get watch sponsors. Uh, this is a bit different. This is Generative Watches, which is an actual NFT watch, which uh, I don't know how useful this is going to be uh, for timing the uh, Villa Minute because uh, it doesn't actually uh, work, I don't Does think. Does it actually uh, tell the time? <laughs> this Jesus Cauldron of Generative Watches is, uh, it seems to me, this is there's no difference here between the man who walks along, I don't know, uh, Tenerife Beach selling uh, knockoff the lucky, uh, lucky Rolexes, the lucky lucky men, Rayburys instead of uh, Raybuns, and uh, and uh, chunky ass watches that are basically made out of uh, scrap metal. He's doing like knockoffs of Rolex called Rodex, Rodex Bit Mariner, Rodex. De- Toner, that, that's what they've uh, emailed us uh, this week. Uh, they're, allegedly, they're going to be worth as much as uh, Rolexes in the real world. But uh, is it a watch if it doesn't tell the time? Well, or is it, or is it just a JPEG? <laughs> you can't put a JPEG on your on your wrist. No, that's the thing. Apparently, when they when the metaverse comes, uh, they will work in real time in the metaverse. And the idea is that these watches will be worth as much as the real life version. I mean, this is what's going to happen. You're going to own something in the metaverse and you'll get the real one in real life as well. So you can live this duality. Hybrid living. Yeah. I'm just going to count to uh, 60 in my head because this bloody NFT watch isn't going to do the job, is it? So... uh, Let's just start. The Hornets landed in B6 with Gerard promising changes and a reaction after a poor showing against Newcastle. But there was only one single change. With Watkins the full guy as Ings returned to the starting lineup. In a bitty first half, Villa hit the post through Ings and a superb Watford breakaway forced a superb save from Martinez with the goal gaping for Dennis. 0-0 at the break in a fairly even game. While Watford were defensively well organised, ultimately Villa were toothless. Passes continued to go astray and substitutions failed to inspire. The natives begin to get restless. Despite 20 shots on goal, only one hits the target and there's barely a speck of mud on Ben Foster's kit. Watford arguably have the best chances of the game and it comes as no surprise when eventually they grab the lead with a breakaway goal. In a battle of young pretender versus wise old Al, Hodgson absolutely does a number on uh, Gerrard, who has no response to even save a point, let alone the expected win. Watford complete a double over Villa to a resounding chorus of boos that greets the full-time whistle. It's now one win in eight in all competitions for Villa. Dare we contemplate a relegation battle? But don't worry, people. Cavalry Conza, a.k.a. Esri the Great, returns to inspire the Villa legions in the Battle of the South Coast against Brighton in Villa's next game. Giddy up. (laughs) Yeehaw. Right, uh, oh, are we are we heading on to a relegation battle? Well, just before we get into the Brighton game and the Stephen Gerrard press conference, uh, certainly, uh, I mean, I, I wrote off Burnley uh, in a couple of podcasts ago because it was one win in 21 games. Suddenly they put two wins together, including beating Spurs, which was a decent result. And uh, I would say uh, that if they win... They've got kind of a game in hand, two games in hand on a lot of teams. But if they win their game in hand uh, that they've got on us, then I think we are suddenly in the relegation uh, picture because they've got a game against us. If they beat us in that, mm-hmm. then suddenly we're, we've got problems. Uh, Leeds, the likes of Leeds are being dragged into it. Everton, uh, it's actually opening up. Because Brentford are probably the one you look at who are, they've just... Sort of, they're the one. There's always one that falls, and you think that it could be. Well, hopefully for us, it's Brentford. <laughs> could be Villa. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Brentford's—they've got a very concerning run of uh, form at the moment. But you know, the fact that Newcastle have been winning games, Watford obviously beat us. Burnley have won a couple back to back. It's uh, shifted the picture. Uh, it's going to be very tough for Norwich to get out there. I think uh, they're now three games without a win in the league, another one, and uh, I think that's their spine snapped. But 
you know, Sean Dyche, uh, I mean, that's going to be a confidence booster beating uh, Spurs. So, uh, I mean, it probably shouldn't come as a massive surprise that they did, really, because they've got loads of backbone and Spurs don't, especially after just beating Man City. Well, they've, uh, they've only lost one in the last six league games, uh, Burnley, so that shows you uh, there is a bit of toughness there. And uh, they've actually lost four less games than uh, Villa, so uh, they've, they've, their problem has really been converted draws into wins. Especially you know, when they um, they obviously sold their sold their striker to Newcastle, you thought, oh shit, that could be them. Uh, yeah. Uh, the heart rips out of them, and they've they've actually been better. It's obviously galvanised them a little bit. Yeah, so uh, be warned that we not we now really need to start picking up points. This is uh, this is not a drill, as they uh, they like to say. Mm. Mr. Gerrard uh, is getting. There's not really much to say uh, in these press conferences now because the weeks are starting to mimic each other. But in terms of injuries, uh, Nakamba's still off. Although they do get him uh, on interview duty, although as we've learned before, normally that's a sign that they're going to be back uh, any minute now. And we've seen in the past that uh, doesn't necessarily mean uh, they're coming back the next week. But it's a you know it's more of a positive sign than if we didn't hear from him. Troy's still out as expected. And uh, that's about it on the injury front. So there's no really real excuses. I mean, you know, people are making a lot about Nakamba now, saying, oh, you know, if we had Nakamba. But, you know, you, you've also, it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? And mm-hmm. who's the escape goat and who's the main man of the week? And Nakamba was just seen as some, you know, squad filler uh, a few months ago. But he, he did, did balance well. the team when he came in. You know, when Gerard first arrived, he all of a sudden you thought, oh, wow, he's freed up McGinn. We've got somebody who's just happy to sit in front of the back four and not be, not, not be sort of fancy Dan player like. Louise wants to be sometimes. Oh no, no, it's it's certainly. Uh, I mean, but what I'm saying, it wasn't like uh, case dismissed. This is the answer. It was oh, like no, oh, no, this no. is this is looking promising, and this is probably the kind of balance uh, dynamic we're looking for mm-hmm. here in terms of the the type of player. Yeah. Generally speaking, uh, Gerard was uh, talking about character and personality of his players uh, after the last couple of results, and he said it's been fine in training. Uh, no one in this group, he says, no one in this group likes to be beat. No one likes to see their recent results. They're all positive in wanting to change that. And uh, from his point of view and his team's point of view, we knew coming into this job that this was going to take time to get right. So I think they've done some like you know bonding exercises for you know social activities for team spirit this week. So, oh God. Uh, I don't know how that uh, normally pans out, but uh, Gerard's mini pre-season, the centres in free fall, didn't it? Yeah. The, win- the winter break. Having gone so, to Goodison uh, and got a very well-earned win. So uh, take these things with a pinch of salt. They don't really mean anything in terms of uh, the reaction. But uh, the problem is it's when you add the Dean smith poor run together to this one, then uh, you're starting to look at the players, aren't you? Yeah, it's kind of a lot of the same a lot of the same problems we were seeing under Smith, just with a slightly different system and approach, but essentially you're making the same mistakes. Yeah. There's a real um clear narrative of the season now. It's been, you know, disjointed and disruptive since pre season and has kind of continued through the season. We've just been so difficult to get any kind of momentum and we we look like a momentum team. You know, I I'm I'm still sort of confident if we get a win or two we can go on a run. Not that we're going on a run to anywhere, but you sort of you want to put a run of results together. And if you do it now, it pulls you away from the bottom, and it's everyone can sort of sit easy a little bit for the rest of the season. But they've got they're looking over their shoulder, aren't they? A little bit now. I don't buy this narrative. Oh, this team's no good. We got to we got to nah, completely that's... switch the personnel. It's like no, no, no. We've we've been spending money and building a team for the midterm to long term. 
in terms of the investments we've been making here, this isn't like, oh, these this 11's crap, but we need to buy a new one. It's, no. uh, it's not going to go down like that. They've just, they've just got to get it right. The owners aren't throwing money, uh, bad money after bad, no. just to uh, appease a few morons on Twitter. And also, there's a lot of signings that we've, you know, we've brought in that we're still waiting for them to really click. You know, I'll use sort of Bailey as, as probably the prime example. Someone like an Ings, we've seen little bits of Coutinho and you know, the quality he can pose. But we're looking for consistent impact on games from these guys across the board. Everybody has so much more upside uh, yeah, in their game, agreed. so it's about extracting that out of it. And this and is where the coaches, the this is where the coaches and the analytics guys are having to. You know, this is the cliche stuff of marginal gains isn't it where you I don't think it's even marginal because I think the same I mean continue we, we haven't seen much from him yet the odd no. flash but we, have, we haven't seen him over a over a number of games because he's only just joined so there's going to yeah. be more to, for him to come and you know once he settles in etc Buendia is, is still getting to uh, you know grips of the team yeah. Lots more to come from him. The defence has shown what their top level is, and they just need to get back to that. I mean, last season, 15 clean sheets, they were looking pretty solid. You know, you, you have confidence in them. Same with the keeper. So they, they have a level that we know exists, so they can get back to that. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Ramsey. He's on an upward, upward curve. You've got two strikers that in their time... But they're England strikers. <laughs> they're England international strikers, and that means, you know, the best, English strikers uh, in this goddamn land. So uh, that is their capability. So, you know, people dismissing Ings already. And also, it's, it's, like it's two strikers. Ridiculous. As you said, they're dismissing them, but you're dismissing two guys who, this isn't like they've been wasting chances. These guys who just, they haven't been getting much service yeah. well you know Watkins wastes a few chances here, <laughs> here and there but we're, you know what we're saying is these are uh, decent players so you, you know you, people are quick to write players off yeah so all these different positions have so much more upside to extract and that's the name name of the game here uh, to Gerard is to get it out of them and con- and consistently then you know it's all very good and well doing it for 20 minute spells you know for 20 minutes against Leeds in the first half we were devastating we looked good in but to get it out of them as a co- cohesive yep. team as yeah, well yeah, yeah. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. Moving on to uh, Brighton. Uh, 
I mean, the interesting thing uh, with Brighton is they have they have actually won more than they've lost, which is always uh, it's an easy metric to uh, measure if you're having a you know decent season or not. Then you look at the league table, and uh, you know they're uh, reasonably uh, comfortably in the top half. Uh, I thought they were going to drop out of it, but uh, you know they've lost back to back games. But that was after a seven game unbeaten run, which I believe is their longest in the in the Premier League era. Yeah. Anyway, Lewis Dunk was out for their last game when they lost to Burnley which is why they were shit, but he's back. And it looks like Adam Webster was out. So they lost their back four for that game, which is why they were atrocious against Burnley. Their two main centre-backs were out. All right. So this is a team that's, uh, I would I would class them as difficult to beat. I mean, they've had the most draws of any team this season, 12. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're solid, organised. You know, we've, we've what does Phil Shaw call them? Spreadsheet football, whatever that yeah. means. Well, he loves his analytics, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> Potter and Potter ball has been used a few times, but... Yeah, he's got them well drilled. But I mean, you look you look at the league table, and only the top three teams, City, Liverpool, and Chelsea, have lost less games than Brighton have. Mm-hmm. This is where you wanted Villa to be in terms of uh, being hard to beat. That's how I mean. That's the first step, isn't that you make your team if you've got desires of. Uh, challenging especially yeah. you know when you consider yourself a big club as Villa do got to make yourself hard to beat against anybody and you want your especially at home you want your home ground to be a fortress which geez I mean you look after that Watford game I was looking on walking back to the car and you look at the Villa's home after record you've been it, ransacked <laughs> Villa's home record's been atrocious yeah, so this is the problem. Uh, I mean, you know, we always go into these games. Oh, that's three points. That's three points. Well, we don't personally, but uh, you know, the 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 average fan probably looks at Brighton as a as a. But you know, they're the fourth hardest team to get three points off the whole season. So uh, this is not going to be easy. I mean, the good news is we beat them earlier on in the season. Well, we turned up for the last twenty minutes, didn't we? we it was very much a get the job done in the end. You know, I think two 0 probably flattered us, but it was a that was a big moment in the season because that obviously ended a the five-game losing streak that had got Smith the sack. I mean, we, if ever there's a time to go and get another result like that, it's this weekend. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a, a tough one. In terms of... Uh, the good news is, in terms of Brighton, is uh, their home form... Uh, I mean, you just referred to Villa's uh, home form being poor. Brighton is 17th uh, in terms of the last six games at home. They're 17th in the form table. We know we know how this ends, don't we? Villa Villa are actually eighteenth. Blow them! Wow. <laughs> if you thought seventeenth was bad, Villa are blow them, which is uh, a bit of a shocker. But uh, a brighter news uh, in terms of the away form table, which obviously refers to Villa in this game. Uh, Villa are eighth. Uh, at the last six games, they've won three, lost three. So uh, a bit of a 50-50 one here. And since we don't draw many, even though Brighton do, mm. would you take a draw here? <sighs> I think if you if you knew in hindsight that you you were going to beat Southampton the week after, you'd probably take four points from the two games, however they come. But I think Villa really just need to win. But instead of what we need and blah blah blah, if after the game it's one all, which tends to be the result down there, doesn't it? We tend to draw at Brighton away in the in the last few years. Considering they've only been beaten six times, only three the top three have been beaten less. That you would have to, uh, even though you begrudgingly uh, settling for it, it would be considered. Uh, point gained anything above that would be a, a bonus yeah. I, would, I would frame it that yeah, way that's probably a good say. way to uh, frame it as you say so uh, this is going to be a bit of a gnarly uh, encounter yeah but I actually think with how we've been at home recently and the run we've been on in general I would suggest that playing away from a nervy Villa Park which it was against Watford I didn't think the atmosphere was good it was very similar to that Brighton home game where it 
it was great at the end of the game, but during the game, it was pretty twitchy. And I, I think it's probably a good thing that we're playing away where we'll have a good, hopefully a relatively vociferous away support. And Brighton's not one of those intimidating places to go. And in terms of away trips, it's, yeah, it's one a nice one. Glad, you're kind of glad they're in the league because it is a, uh, a decent away trip. Yeah. This is the thing. We're now in games where we've just played Newcastle, Leeds and uh, Watford. And those were actually, uh, you're looking at those games licking your lips in terms of points accumulation we got one out of nine and now we're actually playing teams that have had respectable seasons your Brightons your Southamptons Southampton are banging form at the minute and these are tougher tougher tests uh, and maybe uh, I don't know it's hard to come out of generalizations maybe we'll respond to that because there's less expectation but still in the eyes of most Villa fans you you look at Brighton and Southampton you're thinking we we should be winning that but uh, we shall see but that one win in the last eight games uh, in all competitions is 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 a concern. I mean, it's a big concern. I mean, under Smith, that that would have been if if not for the five game run, that would have been a sackable offence in itself. Yeah, he'd have been gone if they kept him on and Villa maintained uh, the record that they've had. You know, let's say he 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 did that recovery as you know, let's call it the Gerard bounce. If he matched those results, and then suddenly now. He would have been sacked after that Watford game, I think. I would say so. I would say so, yeah. Gerard's not going to get sacked. No, 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 uh, no, unless, no, no, no. Unless... I wouldn't. It, it's funny because I remember previously we've spoken about how there was there were certain sort of similarities a few weeks ago with that first O'Neill season in terms of how he ended well and we it, 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 the season ended with a bounce. The way I'm looking at it now, actually, this is reminded me of Brian Little's first season where you had the improvement when he first arrived and then they went on that wretched run, didn't they? And they only just got out of out of yeah. trouble right on the last day of the season. So what are you telling me? We're going to win the League Cup next season and finish I finish fourth four. and, uh, and get hammered in a FA Cup semi-final at Old Trafford, yeah. Oh, I'll take that. I'll if, take the hammering if, if, if we're going to win a, the League Cup and get in the Champions League. Trophy in a Champions League. In in the modern era, if a Villa manager did that, you're building trophy, uh, you're building statues and stuff, aren't you? Yeah, no, that would be... Uh, he would be uh, have legendary status, I think. And he'd be uh, leaving for Liverpool. <laughs> pretty much. He'd have, yeah, he'd have uh, secured his uh, future. His promotion, if that's yeah. what it, if that's a promotion. Villa have lost eight of their twelve of their twelve top flight away games in twenty one twenty two. Have we lost that many away? We haven't we, tended. We haven't, we haven't tended to draw on the road too much. Have we played twelve away games? Oh, we would have, wouldn't we? Yeah, must have. Yeah, away form's been shocking. I script that bit. Uh, in terms of uh, the key stats. I mean, the good news is uh, we haven't lost many against Southampton. Uh, sorry, against Brighton in uh, recent times. I mean, Brighton's only win in their past thirteen competitive meetings was uh, at Villa Park, wasn't it? And the rest have been five draws, seven losses. And the most recent home win against Villa was back in the days of the Goldstone Ground in 1980, wow. when Villa won the league. I wasn't which, even born. Uh, which is uh, a bit of a bizarre one. Mm. Of course, we had a long period of not playing them, didn't we? Yeah, the key stat is, because let's spin this on the positive, uh, Brighton have won only one of their last nine league home games. That's when they beat Brentford on We're Boxing We're setting day. this one up perfectly for them, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Absolute, it's perfect. Absolute <laughs> villa perfection. <laughs> Say no more. I was, I was saying. So there's no chance they'll beat us. But uh, we know how this villa verse works. So uh, yeah, I thought I was trying to get a positive out of that one, but uh, alas, not. Uh, so who are we poaching from uh, Brighton? Uh, this is a, another one of those teams where they're 
above the sum of their parts, aren't they? They're more than the sum of the parts just through their organisation and yes. uh, and Potter's uh, Harry Potter's magic. But uh, I mean, there's an actual guy we've put an offer in, so uh, I think we'll plump for uh, Basuma, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's got there's, there's the off the field issues that have, are yet to be cleared up. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the latest is, is with that, but in terms of a player we're we're looking at and we could do with, it's probably like him. Um, admittedly, I would say if you're him at the moment and you're looking looking beneath you at Villa, going, do I want to leave Sunny Brighton to go to Birmingham to play for a team that haven't got their shit together yet, or can I just hold fire and get a bigger move? I would suggest. That- I, I would suggest he can probably get a bigger move at the moment. And this is the problem Villa are going to find themselves in the next transfer window because the whole, this narrative, oh, we're going places, look at our owners, look who we've bought. It's like the, the agent and the player's going to say, well, I'm looking at your last three years uh, league table position. Mm-hmm. I think you're talking a false narrative there. Yep. I mean, the money can speak for itself, but... Then they'll say, yeah, there's something rotten at your club. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go, yeah, probably is. And also they'll, 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 they'll look around at other clubs in a similar position. You know, you'll be looking at sort of teams in that, I don't know, 11 to 8, you know, you're looking at West Ham, Brighton, he's thinking, well, if I'm going to leave a team that currently sit ninth, he could probably go to somewhere like Tottenham or Arsenal and improve them. He could go to Man United and probably he's better than Fred and McTominay. I mean, that's what happened uh, with the uh, Juventus chappy in the similar position. I mean, one thing I will say, I mean, we're, we're uh, going off on a tangent here. I don't see, I mean, I see these rumours, Villa, £50 million link to defensive midfielder. It's like they're not paying. They're not spending fifty million on a defensive midfielder. If you if Nakamba is the kind of player you're looking just to do a job, you don't pay fifty million to get somebody, but you know better than Nakamba. Put it that way. You pay you, Villa haven't even paid over like thirty million for you know the the players that make the difference, like the strikers and creative midfielders. So uh, they're not going to pay fifty million. It's all that's all clickbait BS. Just in case you needed a clue, if it's uh, clickbait BS, anything that says fifty million for a defensive midfielder in this current year. If you're listening to this podcast in twenty years' time, maybe inflation's taking uh, player transfer amounts up to fifty million for defensive midfielders. But at the moment, I think not. Right, uh, let's get out of here. This is uh, we've spoken too much. This is going to be a tough game. Anything above a draw will be a bonus, I think. Uh, but. Uh, a draw in this situation uh, would be a, a bloody a, a step forward, considering how we've let things slip in recent weeks. Stop so, the rot, uh, don't you? I think that is probably the headline here: stopping the rot. So please do, uh, if you're following on Spotify and uh, Apple or whatever good podcast app you are using, please do hit the notifications to make sure. Uh, you'll be the first to know when a new show drops and also if they do ratings uh, give us a give us a good rating if you uh, enjoy the show and please do uh, sign up to be a patron you can join us in match club for the brighton game and uh, also get access to extra shows as well which uh, are forthcoming go to myomansaid.com and click on the patron link there for more details uh, thank you very much for listening that's all we got days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.